not through I, not through me, but through Christ in me. Father, that is our will for this people, this congregation. Father, that is our will for all that we're going through. Not our will, Lord, but your will be done. Father, show us through your word, Lord, that you do want us saved, that you do want us set free, that you do want us healed. That is your will. And Father, let us gladly step into that will. Father, gladly step into who you are because it is because of you that we have all these things. So, Father, today, those that are, that are needing deliverance today, Father, I raise them to you now in the name of Jesus. Father, I ask that you set them free. Father, that you deliver them, that, that this oppression, this stinking thinking, all this stuff would go away in Jesus' name. Father, we lift those before you today, Lord, because it is your will that they be healed. And, Father, many of them have been. Father, let them receive it. Father, we lift Mike to you today. We lift Bill to you today. Father, we thank you for the healing in their lives. And Lord of Gary and all the others that you've brought healing to, we thank you for that today. Father, we thank you that in your word says that, that Father, when our heart is brokenhearted, Father, that you not only are with us that are brokenhearted when we lost loved ones, Lord, that, that you will heal our broken heart. That you will take away the hurting and pain that, that you, you will walk through with us. So Father, we ask that for the people today that, that need a touch from losing someone. Father, we know that you are God and we know that you sent your son Jesus and we know that we're in relationship with you. Let us be in that, Lord. Let us remain in it. Father, let us draw from you in all that we do in Jesus' name. Father, as we move forward into 2023, Lord, we ask that, that we would be the head and not the tail because we are looking at you. And our eyes are focused in on you, Lord. And Father, we will know your voice and we will follow. And Father, the Bible study has that last night. They said the, the term and the definition of victory is, the definition of victory, you want to know what it is? It is looking for Jesus and following him. That's victory. And Father, that is our will that you would live in us, Lord. Father, we speak against depression that's in this room today. Be gone in the name of Jesus. We speak against you. You have no authority in here. Father, we bind the spirit of negativity in the name of Jesus. Father, all these thoughts of, of anxiousness and anxieties that, that build up to where we confess negative things, Lord, we speak against that now because you haven't gave us a fear, spirit of fear of anxiety, but you gave us a spirit of what? Power, love, and a sound mind. Lord, I claim sound mind over this body today. Father, let us have a sound mind in 23. Father, let us be that lighthouse you've called us to be. Let us be the people that, that you're grooming, that you're lifting up, that you're molding, that you're making. Father, let us give in and say, here I am, Lord. But Father, we love you today and we thank you that you're with us today. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. You may be seated. Happy New Year. I tell you, are you excited for the new year? Did you guys see me up here? I'm kind of in my camouflage and 
that, hey, Sean, I can hide behind. I tell you what, you know, I'm one of those guys that I just can't do something a little bit. Uh, the Lord put it on mind to, to bring these plants up here, or actually, I started with this plant, <laughs> and it just grew into this, and my wife said, you don't know when to quit, but, but I wanted to make a point that the Lord had really put on my heart today that, that Oakton, remind Oakton, remind the people here that I've been with you every step of the way, and I'll still be with you every step of the way. God is with us, Oakton. Uh, uh, the key to, to operating in that and being successful in that is realizing it and thriving in him. And, and, and remaining in him. I don't know why I keep saying thriving, but the title of the sermon is Remain in the Vine. You see, Christ is that vine, and God wants us to remain in him. That's what I challenge you for 2023. You know, uh, uh, usually I've got a list of things that I want to do in the next year, but this is it. Oakton's vision for 23 is remain in him. Amen. You know what remain means? Don't leave. Stay. Stay connected to God at all times. God has called us to remain in him in 2023. We're going to talk about how to do that today, but something I wanted to challenge you with is that a couple of years ago in 2020, we we were moving into a new rain, a new year, and we went into 21 days of prayer, and then we started reading the Bible together in the year. And so I thought, you know, let's, let's do that. And so I, I went looking for apps that we all could connect to, and the, this is the picture of the one behind me. But, but I found this one that we can connect and read the Bible in the year together. And I want to challenge the church to, again, remaining in Him is you need to know the Word. Okay, you need to know who the Lord is. And, and anyway, last night at the Bible study, one of the quotes that was brought up last night is you can't trust someone you don't know. So how can we trust Jesus in a healing or have, trust Jesus with our finances or trust Jesus with our lives if we don't know him? So remain in him. So the word, we need to read the word. And so I want to challenge you. In 21, to join this app with me, those that are friends with me, I don't do this normally. I just lied to your daughter the other day. I told her when I accepted her friendship, I don't usually do this. But I felt led, and I've friended all the 24 I had because I don't open that door. But, but if you want to join me in this Bible study, uh, uh, do that. But what moved me from it is in our prayers that we've been doing here on Tuesday morning that I wish every one of you had come to. But, but God is speaking into us and I, to the point where I started writing it down because it's connecting some dots. And then I go over here and I hear it again and God kept confirming it. But, but Jim is going to preach in a couple of weeks on what the Lord has really put before us. And anyway, I'm not going to get into his part, but what blessed me when I looked at this Bible study, the opening of it talks about four things. And I thought that was just the devotion for that day. Every day you get in and he reminds you to do these four things. It's almost identical with what the Lord is telling us as a church. And so that's why I selected it. 
But the first one, it says, and there he said, when you go into to uncovering the Bible and uncovering Jesus in your life, you need to, to go in with prayer by asking. You need to reach out in prayer to God to move upon your life. And then you need to open the word up. And as you're reading the word, you need to allow that word to reflect on, in your life. And then we need to respond. And that was almost identical with what the Lord had been telling us through a prophecy Pastor Jim gave that, again, I'd like for him to preach on in a couple of weeks. But, but God is telling us the same thing. If you want to thrive, you got to abide by remaining in him. And, again, you can't trust somebody you don't know. So we need to press into God more than ever. And, and you say, oh, I know the Lord. I guarantee you don't know him like you could. And I'm talking to myself here. Because the more time I spend with the Lord, Lord, the more time he reveals himself to me. But again, I was so pumped, you know, and, and God's starting to reveal all these things to do. And, and I get a call last night that, or, or I guess it was Friday, to go to a New Year's party. And I said, well, I'll have to check and see. Well, if you come, you need to bring your Bible. How many of you have ever been invited to a New Year's Eve party that you're asked to bring your Bible? Most of them I've been asking to, they're trying to decide what beer to bring. Seriously. Uh, I don't get invited to a lot of New Year's parties because of that. Because the pastor, I don't want the pastor here because we're going to be doing these things. But thrive is remaining in that vine, remaining in him. But again, this Bible study, uh, we got in there and, and they did these four things. And you're going to hear me quote from different times because, Toddy, some of them things that were said last night, I can't get off my mind. There's three quotes that just I went to sleep with and woke up with and still burning in me now. But that's what's so important, again, is, is to, to grow in the Lord and to get to know Him. We not only need to pray individually and read our word individually, but we need to get into Bible groups. and, and, and Okay, let me correct myself. Life groups. Or care groups. We've got to say proper terminology nowadays when it's basically Walt share groups that you went to. Same principle. You go in there and you have some food and fellowship. You break open the word and then you pray in the end and God moves on your heart. We need more of that in the body and God is calling us at Oakton for us to remain in him. We need more of that. And I told you in, earlier today in Sunday school that, that I'm wanting to get into vision for Oakton, and that's one of them, is we need to press in and raise up more of these teams. And that's our number one goal because, again, how can you respond to somebody you don't know or how can you trust somebody you don't know? You've got to spend time with them. But something else I learned in that Bible study last night was that, that I don't know the group and I can't quote people because I don't remember their names, but... But there's a deal going out now, every 60, or it's called 60-60 Challenge. And Toddy told me about it. And 60-60 and, and Challenge is, is you're going to set your phone to go off every 60 minutes and, and you're going to recognize God in that moment. And I would challenge you to do that. Now, don't do it until I'm done preaching because I may be another hour. But, but, but set your phones to go off every 60 minutes and just wherever you're at, just recognize God just again to make sure you're thriving in him. And that ministered to me so much because um, uh, that time I took off, what time I did get away, when I was working with my hands like you guys do every day and, and working at business outside of the church, I caught myself 
man, I need to be intentional about being in the Word. As a pastor, I have to pay attention to Christ because that's all I do. But when I got out and, and was working on my own out here, I had to be intentional about staying and remaining in Him. And the Lord showed me how that it can be tough when you get in your jobs and you're dealing with every working things that are going on in your life at work that's hard to be intentional or hard to remember him. So again, I challenge you to do the 60-60. And I challenge you to log what the Lord tells you. But again, God's called us to remain in him in 2022 or three. And remain again means stay connected to God. And I want to explain to you, that's what this is about today. These plants are staying connected to God. Um, Man, look at the branches. They're, they're, They're staying connected to the base. You get me? They're both the same way, but obviously one's staying a little bit better connected than the other one. How many want to be this plant? This is where I want to be. This, this is my heart, but how many of us are this plant? And, and that's what the Lord has put on my heart. That's, that's not the Bible study. I couldn't believe it because what the old boy was saying in the first video Todd he showed was exactly what God was telling me today, and I was getting excited and getting pumped. And then he shows the next video, and it's the same scripture. Maybe we need to pay attention. Maybe God's saying, guys, do you want to look like this in me? Or do you want to look like this? And I put that on the overhead so you could see it. And I'm not running down this side. This is our office. But the reason that this is, you see these these breaks so there's no leaves. In these breaks on this plant, the reason there's no leaves is it gotten behind the desk. It had gotten the darkness. And, and, And they were stuck to the wall in darkness. And that's why they're, they're break off. But when you come up here and you see another, that were these leaves here taken off, they were in the light. And, and as I see in that, you, you look at the links here, you know, there's some, these, these are about as long as the other side. But, but there's a plant that thrived in, in who they were, and there's a plant that didn't. And, and our goal in 23 is to thrive in Him. And guys, I can't recreate the wheel. You want to know Jesus, then talk to him, pray. You want to know Jesus, then read his word. You want to know Jesus, then journal. Uh, guys, that's what the other thing I've been doing. My journaling has went from things that happened exciting that day, and I, I wrote miracles and stuff, but I'm starting to write down and connect dots. Todd, when I got home last night, I wrote down th- things that stood out to me. And, and when I go back, it's getting to be a year now, and I read what I read last year, and I'm like, whoa, man, God is with us every step of the way. And I'm going to show you a testimony at the end of the service that how God has been with Oakton every step of the way. But I want to read the scripture from John 15. And, and guys, as we're reading John chapter 15, and, and I'm breaking my golden rule. I usually read from the ESV, but, but I'm going to read from the TPT today because I think it really uh, makes us, it says the same thing, but makes us think. But as we're doing that, I want you to think about, you know, this vine and relate it to your walk with Jesus. And I want you to think about this vine and your walk with Jesus. And and, and just be, as we read the word, 
be thinking about that. Now, if it gets too heavy in here, I've got a word from the Lord I'm going to show you, and it'll loosen us up a little bit. So if it gets too heavy today, just float your hand up and say, Pastor, you're too heavy, and I, I will share something that will loosen us up, okay? Did I see a hand over there? Okay, just making sure. All right, I am the true vine. Or, let's see, I already messed up. I am a true sprouting vine. You get that? And the farmer who tends the vine is my father. He cares for the branches connected to me by lifting and propping up the fruitless branches and pruning, meaning that word, if you look pruning up in the Greek, it also means cleansing. And what blesses me as you go back to verse 3, or go up to verse 3, he's already cleaned you, cleansed you. What God's wanting to prune in your life, he's already taken care of by the blood. We just need to allow him to do it. Every branch or every fruitful branch to yield a greater harvest. The words I have spoken over you have already cleansed. In other words, pruned you. So you must remain in life union with me. And, and that life union means grafted. And, and I've shared that before, but I've literally taken, when I was at Freeman, and grafted trees together and, and, and watched them grow together. Well, that's how we remain in the Lord. We are grafted at salvation. We are grafted, which means that can't be broken. And guys, something else that I'm reading in here, you know, we think God's this horrible guy about pruning and all this stuff and that he's doing all these horrible things. When we just read the scripture that the Lord is upholding us, he's wanting to put us upright. He's wanting to love on us. He's wanting to make us that better person, but we hate that pruning but, but as I was moving these plants, something I noticed is I handled them both with the same care. And that's what the Lord spoke to me is that I don't care where you're at with me. If you're the Pope or you just got saved or you're this big leader and you, or you just got saved, you're both as important to me. And I handle everybody with the same care, with the same love. I want to prop everybody up. I want to raise everybody up. That's what the Lord's been telling me, that, that when me and Jim were taking this plant out behind the, the cabinets, and I'd say, be careful, Jim, we don't want to break it. God doesn't want to break away from you. God doesn't want to hurt you. But even over here, when I was moving this out of the place of business that owned it, I was threatened by the husband that she'll kill you if you do anything to that plant. <laughs> so I handled it with the same care anyway. But we handled it with care. And that's what the Lord's been impressing on me, that he handles all of you with care. He's not against you, he's for you. And he loves you beyond comprehension. But what he did show me is that as I grabbed this and began to just shake it up a little bit with what's going on in the world, what begins to fall off? Think about that. You say, God did that to me. No, the shaking in the world did it to you, and you reached out to God. It even said in there, God cut off the dead stuff, but it was already dead. I think it's pretty tough to lose out on salvation. I think it's pretty tough, but I think it can be done but only because you chose not to thrive anymore. 
Because I think as long as you have a heart and you're doing the best you can, the Lord's going to hold on to you and he's going to try to lift you up and he's going to try to give you the best life ever. I believe that. As you live in union with me, let's go to five. I am the sprouting vine and you, you're my branches. In other words, Christ living in you, get that, branching out through you. That, got, that, that really got me pumped up when I read that. So as you live in union with me, as your source, fruitfulness will stem from within you. Now get that. So when we're in Christ and we're thriving in him, man, he's going to well up with us and he's going to move out of us. God wants to use you to do what Jesus was called to do. Christ wants to use you to do what he was called to do. And that's what? Go to the poor and the sick. The poorest people without Christ. The sick and heal them. The blind set them free. Man, Jesus wants to, to build the kingdom of God through you. Do we get that today? Some of us don't, and that's why I think we are, are struggling. But the ones that get that, man, when you, you do something in the name of the Lord, it excites you and it draws you closer to him. But when you live separate from me, you are powerless. You get that? You see what happens when, when these plants got into the dark part? They didn't grow in that in any leaves. Well, there's dark parts of our life that aren't growing any leaves. But yeah, I do go to church on Sundays, so I am growing some fruit. But, but you know, I am ministering to my children on occasion. There's, there's a little bit of fruit, but, but I'm not a witness at work. If a person is separated, verse 6, from me, he is discarded. Such branches are gathered up and thrown into the fire to be burned. And again, as Karen, you saw me this morning, I came in here and was sweeping up, and I put all the, the stuff that's broke off before now down there. And what blew my mind is, is I cleaned this up before I left last night, and I come in the morning and I didn't think anybody's been here, and there's more debris on the floor. There's something to think about. And I cleaned it up. I think a lot of times that, again, we blame God when he just puts into fire what we put give him. I don't know. I'm talking too much now. But if you live in life union with me, verse 7, and if my word lives powerfully within you, then you can ask Ask there in the Greek means demand or insist. And that really bothered me, whatever you desire, and it will be done. Well, then why don't I get what I ask and demand? Because I'm not in the, in the Lord thriving in him and in, in enough to, to see what he wants to do, maybe. In other words, when, whenever Jesus talks about in, in John, or uh, in the, where he says in in Matthew, asking you'll receive, knocking door will be open. You know, he's saying, I can give you all these things. But you know what we don't realize? He was talking about the Holy Spirit. Uh, when we thrive in the things of God, and we're plugged into the things of God, 
the Holy Ghost is going to teach us how to pray. And when we ask, we can demand those things because they're from the Lord. Are we getting that? 1 Peter 2.24, by his stripes we are healed. That's in the word. We can demand and ask that because that's from the Lord. And that's why the word is so important that we, we, we grab into that. Verse 8, when, you're, when your lives bear abundant fruit, you demonstrate that you are mature disciples whom glorify my Father. I love each of you. Now, in that, in verse 8, that this here is maturity in Christ. That's what it looks like. And, and I'm not trying to be mean today, but, but this is immaturity in Christ. Um, to be honest with you, I put this in here to, to where this didn't look so bad. We do that a lot in our own lives. We say the things and do the right things so that we don't really show how our spiritual life is. And we give off this perception and we put on a wig. This is from the Lord because I did not have this in my notes. But we put this on a wig as a wig. We mask it. Why? I don't understand that. I do it too. I do it too. Is it getting too heavy? We getting too heavy? We good? Come on, I want you to say it's heavy. I want to do something. <laughs> all right, all right. You guys are not playing the game. Nope, nope. We're going to finish. We're going to finish. <laughs> Verse 9, I love each of you with the same love that the Father loves for me. Think about that. God loved Jesus in the way he did. Jesus loves you in the same way. Don't go out of here that God hates me. God did this to me. God this, God that. God loved you so much he sent his own son. And God loves you and Jesus loves you the same way that God loved him. You must continually let my love nourish your hearts. And see, the Lord told me that's the problem is we look like this a lot of times because we won't receive love from God. We won't receive love from our wives or our husbands or we won't receive love of Jesus from other people and we walk around in a defeated state. When if we would just nourish and receive the love of God, you would thrive. If we could imagine how much God, if, if, if you could, the Lord just put it in your spirit for one second how much he loved you, you'd never struggle again. So how do we get to that point? You can't trust somebody you don't know. So what do you do? You got to pray, you read your word and get into Bible studies and press in. Press in deeper. If you keep my commandments, verse 10, you will live in my love just as I have kept my father's commandments. For I continue to live nourished and empowered by his love. Do you get that? And, and we love God. Uh, we don't look at when God says something's going on in our life that can't, you need to deal with this. We don't look at God and say, oh. we say, okay, Lord. And we allow him to do his thing in our life because we realize how much he loves us and he wants to nurture us. He wants to make us better people in him. Man, God's plans for you are just unbelievable. I had all these scriptures I was going to do today telling you how much God wanted to do for you in 2023. But what good does it do if you don't thrive in him or, or remain in him? You got to remain in him. 
continually nourished and empowered by his love. Get that. When you're having trouble at work, God loves me. When that alarm goes off after 60 minutes or seconds or whatever, 60 minutes, if you can't think of anything else, say, God loves me. Man, God loves me and let him nourish you in that. That's why this plant looks so good is it nourished in the, in the, in the plant and the base. Nourishment, nourishment. My purpose for telling you these things is that your joy, that the joy that I experienced will fill your hearts with overflowing gladness. How many want joy in their hearts with overflowing gladness? Then abide in the vine. Then remain. Remain means don't leave. Remember last week I talked about, man, if we acted like it was Christmas every Sunday, we changed the world. Then afterwards, it dawned on me, there's probably people that only came to church on Sundays at Christmas and Easter. But just think how God would change their life if they came to church every Sunday. Remain in him. In that Bible study, you did the first reading that I've, I've, be honest with you, I don't like sharing whatever thing I do because I'll get behind like 10 days, then I'll crash and catch up. So I'm already two days ahead of you. But it'll ask you questions, what did God speak to you? And as I was walking through the cemetery last night praying and, and seeking God on it, what he spoke to me was, I just drew a blank. Oh, the Sabbath. It said, Jesus said, I'm the Lord of the Sabbath. And then it went back to Genesis, how they were moved from the garden because of sin. And then he goes back into Psalms and it's like, you've seen that, that Jesus came because we were in sin, that we could have a relationship with God, which is the Sabbath. And Jesus is the Lord of the Sabbath. That's why the Sabbath is important to me. I I put that in there somehow, but those that are checking on me, if I didn't say it that way, put it that way. But, But we see on my left unfaithful results. And we see on my right faithful results. But the neat thing is, is that that. When we were pulling these out and stuff, me and Jim already began to care for these plants. And so when, when you cry out to God, to be honest with you, he's already caring for you. He's already taking care of you. And so if you're this way today, there's always that hope that you can live this way. Remain in him. Well, I'll go ahead and do it. This here is a cactus. I'm going to call it the Red Dynasty. I bought it probably 12 years ago, and and it thrived for a while. And it even, man, it kind of like one of the Super Bowl. But then it started dying again, and that's kind of where they're at. But I went over to buy this plant, and I found these plant here. And you see the purple and yellow, an up-and-coming dynasty. You see the red as a dying dynasty. You know, I think it's a word from the Lord. But, but I'm still praying about that. But when you thrive with the Lord, you can ask him to say, did, you know, the Lord says to test the prophets. And, and so you need to say, Lord, is the red dynasty dying? And the purple and yellow dynasty are rising? 
and the Lord will confirm it in your spirit as well. Now, I'm already getting some of this, so some of you aren't getting that in your spirit, you know, so we'll pray about that, okay? But, but how can you know the answer if you don't know Jesus? So salvation is important, but, but how can you trust Jesus after salvation if you don't know him? Drive at him. So we joke about this. Well, actually, this could be the Super Bowl, and that will be the results. No, I kid. But, but my point is, is God wants, to, wants us to laugh. God wants us to have joy. And I'm going to share, I told you at the beginning of the service, and I'm going to close with this. But the Lord wanted me to remind you that, Oakton, I've been with you every step of the way because you've remained in me. And guys, if you, you know, as I was saying in Sunday school, uh, the Georgia coach last night upset me because he really dogged his quarterback after the game. And they asked him about it. He said, he's going to have to play a lot better if we're going to beat TCU. And he really trashed his quarterback. And I thought, you, I didn't want to tell you what I thought. And, and again, and then this kid gets the MVP. Well, I can be that way a lot of times, but guys, I believe Oakland looks like this. I'm not up here dogging you. I believe this is what Oakland looks like. And that's what the Lord wanted me to show you today is that this is you. I've been with you and this is you. But he's also saying individually, some of us may be here. Individually, some of us may be here. But he's telling me that if Oakton thrives in 23 in him, we're all going to be like that. But, but then he took me back. And this is what was so cool. And I got to get moving. But 2020, the Lord gave me three things for you guys in 2020. I did in reverse order, but pay off the building, find a covering, and to continue to go save disciples sin. And I thought to myself, how have we responded to these three things? And, and that's what I come to the conclusion that we look like this. Because how have we responded to the building fund? On January the 5th, 2020, the building payoff was $471,508.10. Now, I know a lot of people don't like talking numbers, but I know that we all understand them. And if we can see God moving in our finances, we can know God's moving everywhere. But, but that's where we started right there. And as of to this last Wednesday, we're at $150,705. I got to thinking about that, that, that in our response in 24 months, we paid $320,802.10, which is averaging $13,366.77 a month, which is double, double what we bring in. God's blessing us because you've remained faithful when he's called us to do this. Okay? By the way... Um, the payment for the building in July is twenty eight thousand eight ninety six oh eight, and we already have twenty two three ten. But I was handed a check for two fifty today. Well, that may have been for the other bit. But anyhow, we got twenty two thousand three ten, and so that number is even going to be lower. Two, how have we responded to finding a new covering? 
Do you guys realize that, that it was September the 11th when we started stepping out and trying to find God, where do you want Oakton to be? And we started discussions on what that would look like. And we voted to disaffiliate with the UMC on December 4th. And, and, uh, we'll be disaffiliated by June the 13th. We started classes on Sunday to begin discussions on what now and, and where will we be? And we did it, uh, uh, two weeks in December, we did it today. And everybody, you're invited to come out to this. Because God said, you need to get under that covering. You need to get where we want you to be. And, and so since 20, we, we don't really realize, and even me, maybe you're not excited, but I'm in. But it's like, hey, we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, look what we did in the building. And, and look, we, we're, look where we're at now. I thought, Wow. I need to not be such a baby because God has been with us the whole way. It has been hard. I'm not going to say it isn't, but, but I think all those days I complained and, and then I see what God's doing. And then I thought, how are we responding to the mission? Because the Lord that day was saying, we're going to be going through a time and we cannot forget the vision. We cannot forget the mission and our mission is to go, save, disciple, and sin, north, south, east, and west, based on Mark 16. We know it with our mouth, but we got to press into speaking it with our heart and bring people to Christ. And then we raise them up. So we go, and we get somebody, and we save them. Then we disciple them, and then we send them. So that's kind of what I was telling you about remaining in Him uh, we go out and get people that we can bring in to remain with him, that they can pray, that they can receive the word, that they can uh, uh, just bask in the presence of the Lord through Bible studies in his presence. And I thought, wow, we've done pretty good at that. Man, we've taken in more or a lot of people this year. I think it was up to 70 this year we've taken in to Oakton. And, and, and then I... That's probably year in by now. And then, then I think about, man, I think we took in more members than we have ever have since I've been here. And, and the baptisms and just the, the, we look like this. We look like this. And I'm not saying there isn't places that, that look like this individually in the body that different departments, different areas, they, they need to upgrade. But, but overall, we look like this. You know, I think our care looks like this right now. And I don't mean that mean. We're doing the best we can. And so one of the goals for this body is our care. Our care teams, our care groups, our life groups. And I want them to, to even look better like this. And I've got even more I want to share but on that end of things. But I'm going to do that in Sunday school in a couple of weeks. But, but come out for that at 9 o'clock. But then I went back and looked at January the 5th, 2021. And this was our, our, our vision for 2021. This is just getting me excited. Last year, we had one of our biggest years, and our vision was this. In 2021, make it about Jesus, 1 Peter 4.1. In 2021, make it about people, 1 Peter 4.8. In 2021, make it about the church. And guys, we've done that. We've done that. 
So the right results of remaining in the vine. Let me just capture this again financially. When we were talking about the buyout to go on our own, April 29th, this year, the cost was $485,000, basically $586,000. Within a few months, it dropped to two twenty-three, $223,000, just in a few months. And it will not exceed that, that set. But since then, with the monies that you guys have given in, we're at 141000 It's pretty awesome. But bear with me a minute. So the, the, the uh, building payoff, January the 5th, was 471508 And we're at 150 now. Think about that. In less than two years. So when God birthed the vision, it was probably pretty scary. It was going to cost us $957,341.10, just short of a million dollars. Think about that. So as I look back, and I remember the people coming up, Pastor, why do you want to pay the building off? We don't know where we're going to go. And, and, and I could see that as we're working through this, but think of your own life when, when God comes in and you got a health problem and it's like a million dollars and it scares the tar out of you and you're just seeing and hearing doom and gloom. When God presented this vision in 2020, it was a million dollar vision. But as we kept thriving and just remaining in the vine, and I'm not saying we're perfect, I'm sure not. I, I was all over the place probably, but in the end, I landed on the side of the Lord. And guys, you realize that that million dollar number is now 292,000? And my faith is so strong, and I am so pumped up, I believe it's all going to be paid June 13th. Meaning the building, all of it. You may be struggling with something in your life right now, and it looks like that million dollar problem. But remain in Him. Don't leave. And you're going to continue to thrive. Look like this. Amen? Amen. Stand to your feet.